Hey, what's up? Here we go. It is the Man Fuse Podcast. Kaylee here, your host, audio producer, voice artist, my co-host Ben H., real estate broker, entrepreneur, hanging out, of course. So today on the Man Fuse Podcast, we're going to talk about feeling as many moments as you can, which basically means being present. You know, we're all moving at such a fast pace, we never really think about the moment that I'm embracing right now. This might be the last time I ever get to embrace it. We have no idea when it's all going to end. I know this is deep, but taking that time for yourself, for your family, and allowing yourself the freedom to embrace, to feel, is a huge thing. So Ben, on your recent trip to Florida, you were practicing and exercising your ability to embrace the moment? It was interesting because we had varied weather in Florida. We had wind storms we had rainstorms we had all different kinds of storms that came through it got cold it got warm and we were out in the rain on the beach walking and you know someone said something to me and it made me come up with a saying a quote Oh, is this a a Ben H. original? This is a Ben H. original. Stop, everybody, take a moment to absorb the words that are about to come out of this man's mouth. So someone told me, God, the conditions are horrible outside. Are you sure you guys want to go for a walk? And you know what I said? You know what just came out of me? This beautiful quote. Will this be on your gravestone? Maybe a T-shirt. I don't know. Maybe gravestone. I would take it. If this is really my quote, and I haven't done the research yet, I would definitely put this quote on my gravestone. I'm all ears. I'm open to absorb. The conditions are always perfect for an adventure. I like that. That is great. It doesn't matter. Rain, sleet, snow. The conditions are always perfect for an adventure, Kaylee. When I put on my rain jacket and I go out onto the beach where it's raining and I go and I walk in that rain and that wind, dude, you see beautiful things. You see beautiful cloud formations. You see, you know, it's just beautiful watching the rain and the water and the sunlight coming through the clouds and, and, and how it reflects off of the ocean. And, um, and it becomes an adventure. We spend our lives looking for perfect conditions you know, if the weather's not right, we stay inside. Or if the weather's not right, we, we, we do this or we do that or we don't go walk or we don't go for a run or we, you know, whatever. You know, it's raining or it's hailing or whatever the case is. Probably don't go out in the hail. But it turns just a regular walk into an adventure when the conditions are harsh. You Now, if you're going to a business meeting and you're in a suit, you don't want to get drenched. It, that's not an adventure. That's not the point of adventure. No. That's, that's a bit of an inconvenience and a nightmare. But if you're going, getting out in the rain, going through the, jumping over a creek, hiking in the mud, playing sports. Yeah. You don't want to play every, you know, game or baseball or football game in the rain. But having those games yeah. where you're in like you remember the snow, it forever. it's so much fun. Yeah. And that's the thing is what I realized It's really just a perspective thing. You can frame anything in your life based upon the perspective that you want to take on it. When I look at life as an adventure, then it really doesn't matter what comes at me 
because if I look at it as an adventure, adventure to me is something that is fulfilling, that's fun, that is sometimes fraught with peril that you're going to overcome. That's what makes it an adventure. So yeah. if I look at things from the perspective of, oh, poor me, all these things are happening to me or, or you know, the, the weather is bad and it's just all happening to me. Well, that's more of like a victim mindset, but I want to have the mindset of adventure with whatever I face. So therefore, the conditions are always perfect for an adventure. That reminds me of Bert from The Bert Show. He's told this on air multiple times, and it was something that someone said to him. I guess he was at the gym. Right. He had just finished. It was a complete and utter downpour. The type of downpour where you're inside and you're waiting to go to your car. Yeah, because you're going to be wet as soon as you're going to be soaked. It was one of these days where he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to run to my car. I'm just going to walk. Yeah. I'm just going to let the water wash over me. Right. And he started walking to his car. And then, um, I guess as he got to his car, somebody had like pulled up next to him and was getting out. As he was about to get in his car, the guy goes, you just got through uh, fighting cancer, didn't you? And Bert was like, no. Then he thought about it when he got in his car. Yeah. Because people who think they're going to die. That's right. They'll think that they'll never get to do again. Walk just in the rain and let the rain the wash over and the you. smell of the rain. And getting wet and feeling that sensation. When you're battling cancer, you might be thinking you're on your lasts. And you might not get to do something so simple as we find annoying and an inconvenience. Well, it's an interesting topic because, like, I was thinking about it at the beach, actually. I was like, when was the last time... I rode my bike as a child, not as a teenager, but as a child, you know, your, your first bike, the bike you learned to ride a bike on, you know, there was a day, there was a moment when you put that bike down and you were to never get back on that bike again. And you did not And well, you, you have, you might've upgraded to a maybe you bike. upgraded to a new bike, but whatever it was, there was a last time that you rode that bike and you probably don't remember it. But the point is that there's a last time for everything, and we don't know what that is because we don't know when we're going to die. When you have cancer or something like that, it zooms in on all these things. But it's important, I think, for people to realize we go through our lives as if we're always going to go back, as if this isn't the last time that I'm going to be at the beach. This isn't the last time I'm going to go out on a fishing adventure with my son, or this isn't the last time that I'm going to hug and kiss my wife or sit across from this handsome man in front of a microphone or walk in the rain. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, like all of these things, like we literally go through our lives just thinking about whatever it is that's in front of us and not appreciating everything that's around us. Like the moment, experiencing yeah. the moment. That is why phones and living through the, the lens of yeah. your photo app on right. your phone Instead of being in the moment yes. and absorbing it, filing it away in your memory. Right. Yeah, you captured a pic, and some things are awesome that you got a pic to remember, but how many 30, 40,000 pics are in your yeah. phone now? Sure. I mean, and yeah, you could sift through them, and there are probably a few of your favorites that you're like, those are important moments. I'm right. glad I documented, but 
a lot of times, my wife especially, is like, I'll take the picture. Take the picture. And I'm like, I don't yeah. want to fucking take the picture. Right. I want to be in the moment. Yeah, Why didn't you enjoy, take the photo? I, I want to enjoy the sunset. I want to enjoy looking at the moon. Why do I have to take a picture of the moon? Why do I have to photograph my son every time he's up to bat? I want to just, I just have my watch. phone down and right. watch yeah, and absorb. Exactly. I don't want to, because then what happens is I'm like focused on the phone. And then most of the time I get so excited, the phone comes down, yeah. the picture's shit anyway. Yeah. And now I've lost the moment. I think that's a good lesson for all of us to really live in, in, in as many moments as you can to experience it. You know, when I took acting lessons, because when I got into radio, I was, and I've always been, as you do, continuing education. You're always reading a book. You're sharpening yourself. You're trying yeah. to learn more. You're trying to gain knowledge. And to me, I hated school because most of the shit I was taught was shit I was never going to apply. I was always more interested in learning something that I could take and I could go into the field, or I could go yeah. into the real world, and I could fucking use right now. I use it in my next conversation, yeah. you know, or in my next sales pitch. And to me, that shit was always, you know, more valuable to me. Think about how would you live your life differently? It's hard to imagine it, but just imagine someone said, hey, dude, you got cancer. Like, you got to start chemo. Which could be a very like real thing. Like, you're going to die. If you're lucky, you have a year. Probably it's more like three to six months. You should get your affairs in order. I'm so sorry to tell you this because you're a young man still. How many people does that happen like, to? My cousin's husband right now has not eaten anything since November. He is in the hospital still. And he's going through chemo. He can't swallow. He's all right. Does he have throat dude. cancer? No, he's got multiple different kinds of cancer spread all throughout his body and he's he's our age he's got two kids breaks my heart you dude. know he's got a young wife who's beautiful young kids who are like eight nine years old Fuck twins man. he's in the hospital and they say he just doesn't even have the will to live like he just he's miserable he just well what kind of quality of life do you have at you know that it's point? just this miserable thing you know and he just feels and just imagine that feeling man and just like Getting that kind of news, like, how would you change things? The thing is, I saw this guy just before he got the diagnosis, and he was perfect. He was perfectly fine, well, healthy. perfectly healthy, perfectly normal, just before the diagnosis came. And boom. then, boom, just like that, it all, all changed. And so we all live life like we're going to be, you know, 80, 90 years old or more, like we're going to always be able to go get our favorite drink or visit our family and visit you know we're just not and it's so important for me to try to live in the moment as i was saying we sharpen ourselves i took improv classes i took acting lessons like real method acting lessons and we had um my teacher who owned this she was a smart lady she bought this church and she turned the church into like an acting school in the yeah. basement she rented out the top part to a, a church to yeah. use and one of the things that we had to do in the beginning of every class was a sensory exercise where you basically closed your eyes. You tried to relax every point of your body, like your eyebrows. You'd focus in on your eyebrows. Right. You'd focus on your fingertips, like letting everything just hang. As I'm sitting here, my eyes are closed, and now I'm focusing on my pinky, and I'm like yeah. letting it just go as relaxed as you can. Yeah. And 
and you try to dig into this sensory. Yeah. Like you can feel the texture on right. things. Things that we don't think about mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And then you tap into emotions because to be a good actor, you're not really acting your being. Right. When you see Al Pacino fucking, you know, get real angry and he starts fucking screaming. Yeah. He's not acting. He's tapping into something in his yeah. life, a memory, something that happened that pissed him the fuck off. Yeah. And that is what he's channeling. Right. It might not be the scene at hand. Right. But it's something that fucking just made him, you know, how Al Pacino would yeah. start fucking screaming and yeah. whoa. Yeah. Like from zero to a hundred. Right. You know, and a lot of times when you see some of these actors cry even, which was something always hard for me. I could never tap in or maybe it was because i wouldn't let myself get that vulnerable i'm not really sure probably that was it and i didn't have kids at the time yeah i think if i had now the thought of my kids waking up and me not being there if i really started processing yeah how sad that would be i probably would start crying sure you know um having to tell my kids and i talked about this in the last few weeks that their grandfather right had passed away. Right. That to me, when I came to the realization that yeah. I was going to have to tell them that, yeah, I I started getting like visibly upset. You know, living in those experiences, living in those moments. You know, the way things touch, the way things taste, the yeah. the way things smell. You know, all that are sensory. That's what. That's how we live in the moment. Yeah, it is. And the reason that I like to go and be at the other beach right is is for that exact reason as i go through this process of trying to um basically heal my body physically and mentally and heal myself spiritually and ultimately become the person who i see myself being you know man can make a lot of things but he can't make an apple nope man can make a lot of things but he can't even make a mosquito Man is very powerful, but nature is... Is the force. Is the force upon which man exists. Nature eats man. Oh, you know, like... Fucking Earth. Everything that man does is an effort to replicate something in nature. Or to provide a solution to a... To make life easier in some way. Sure, of course. Inventions and things like that. Like the internet. It's like streamline everything, you know? Absolutely. We have everything at our fingertips now. Yeah. yeah, and mushrooms already do that, though, the way that they communicate to one another. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's interesting. But even the Internet is the idea of it already exists in nature on much more of a vast scale. than the, and the Internet itself is very clunky and limited compared to the network of mycelium throughout the world, for example. That's like what we talked about last week with Cordyceps yeah. and that show, The Last of Us. Yeah. With this network of mushroom, fungus. Right. And how it's kind of interconnected in a way. Yeah, it's wild. I just enjoy being just out of touch. Yeah. You know, I I think it's good. I enjoy just being like completely detached. You know, I want to do more of that. I went to the office this morning in my suit. Which uh, you decided to derobe before you got here and get into the chill Ben H. Yeah, I'm in chill mode right now. I got to the office and I sat in the parking lot and I was just like, can't do this right now. I don't want to go in. I, I just can't. So I went home, 
you didn't have to go into the office. No, I didn't have to. I mean, everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. And you can always reach me. So I went home and I have an outdoor fireplace. Yes, you do. That's where the man fused photos, our photos are. Yeah, yeah, that fireplace. And I sat there at the man fused fireplace. You know, I sat there and I did my calls and I did my and did my emails and did my stuff that I had to do. You know, we just have to be gentle with ourselves as we go through the process of life because a lot of times your body will tell you what it wants. Your mind will tell you what you need, but we don't listen. You know what I'm saying? Because we're just constantly, you know, following the narrative, basically. Right. The narrative that we have set for ourselves or or the uh, character that we're supposed to be playing mm-hmm. in society. We're going to continue to follow that narrative rather than maybe pulling over and enjoying the view at a park or something like that. Sometimes you're driving by the most beautiful shit, and I'm like, ah, God, yeah. dude, yeah. I just want to stop. And I don't because I'm like, no, I got to go. I got to go. You know? I'm late. But I'm, I'm like, why not just stop for a couple minutes? You know what I'm saying? As always, thanks for listening to the Manfuse podcast. Join the show by hitting us up at manfuse.com or 770-744-5227.